Riding trains to the end of lines. Still, we've got nothing but time. The skyline looks brighter tonight. Let's go smash out every light. Good old-fashioned nightmare. Matt and Kim. I want to get out of this town. First and foremost, I'm just really excited for my trip. I'm going to California, then up into Oregon, a place I'd love to live but can only seem to visit once every ten years or so. The other reason I want to get out of this town is the unbearable heat. It breached the 100 degree mark today, according to my phone, and it was 92 degrees inside of my apartment. Yeah, the AC is still not fixed. Despite the numerous attempts at contacting both my rental agency and the HVAC tech, most appointments they make are just disregarded. I'm sour about it, but there isn't a lot I can do. Renters' rights are basically non-existent in our pre-apocalyptic red state. I hate the heat. I can hardly stand it, which is funny considering I've spent 90% of my life between Southern California, Phoenix, Arizona, and Southern Utah. I'm usually okay with my daily routines thanks to AC, but I still become avoidant of the outside world, which makes me depressed. I tend to do a lot of night walks, but when it's uncomfortably hot at 11pm, I get a little stir-crazy. I'm also unable to sleep in the high temperatures. I've talked about my problem with sleep before, but it is especially bad at the moment. I have probably logged in a total of 10 hours over the last 4 days. I'm lethargic, and hot, and sweaty, and hot, and tired, and hot, and have no morale to speak of, and hot. When I go through bouts of insomnia, I usually just lack the will to sleep. I still feel the lingering effects of not sleeping, but just don't get that urge. Weeks like this, where I still feel the need to sleep, the need to rest, but am unable to do so due to discomfort, my mind becomes addled. The sleep I get is sometimes tormented by nightmares. I don't know if it's my body's way of rejecting such miserable sleep, or if my physical discomfort somehow translates to mental anguish. Actually, I've been reading through my old dream journals and transcribing them into a digital format. For one, the few physical copies I have are old and need to be backed up before the 20-year-old pencil marks fade for good. Secondly, I want to catalog them and maybe even share a few on this platform. I know dreams aren't for everyone, so I'll be picky about which ones I decide to share, and do no more than one a month. I'll do my best to keep them interesting. Pouring through the journals, I have noticed a trend in my nightmares happening predominantly in the summer months. Not all of my dreams are appropriately dated, but of the ones that are, most of them happen between June and August. A small percentage occur fittingly in October. And while it is nice to be predictable, it just makes me realize how much I've always struggled with sleeping in the heat. Again, I want to get out of this town, move to some place more temperate, some place where I can sleep and dream well. If you couldn't tell by the lyric and song choice, I have a nightmare I'm going to share with you. It's dated August 9th of 2003. I kept this mostly intact. I did fix some grammar and made a few lines easier to understand. The only thing I really changed are the names, other than my own, of course. The names I will use are E as in Echo and S as in Sugar. Here's how the entry starts. I'm shaking. I woke up cold in spite of the heat. I had a bad dream and it shook me. I'm still shaking. In my dream, E and I were laying in the grass near the football field, the one I walked through on my way to school. The sun was setting or had just set and we were talking about school or a class or something. I said something along the lines of, I'm excited to be in such and such class. He got quiet and looked at me the way she does when she's upset 
She tucked her knees under her chin, and I stood up. I was confused by her reaction and wanted to distance myself. Suddenly, there were red fireflies, and I became distracted by them. I have never seen fireflies, let alone red ones. I reached out to catch one, and it burned my hand. The fireflies were suddenly bits of ember, but there was no smoke, and there was no fire. E began to scream. She was standing now, and she reached out for me and just screamed. The fireflies grew brighter and brighter, and then they started to explode like overcharged light bulbs do in movies. With each pop, the screaming echoed and grew louder. I reached out to try to help her, to get her to stop, but she just scraped and clawed at me. She began to flail as if she were on fire, and then I was on fire. A fire I couldn't see, but I could feel running up my arms. I tried to drop and roll in the grass, but it too was on fire. I felt like a cotton ball doused in rubbing alcohol. I heard a loud hiss and felt a blast of cold. The sprinklers were on and I was laying right on top of one. Out of nowhere, S showed up and grabbed my arm and dragged me out of the grass. She had a big blanket and could somehow see the fire. I reached back in after E, but I couldn't see her. The grass looked like a silvery mirage, even though I was right next to it. The sky was bright red, and the fireflies were high above us now. I asked S if she had seen E, but she just shook her head. I tried to stand, but my body was now freezing. My skin looked if it were all blisters. S tried to help me do my feet, but she suddenly turned to look at something. There was a bright light coming from the direction of the new hospital. It was orange and shaped like a hot air balloon. It grew in size and expanded outward slowly. It made a noise like screaming. The popping sound returned, but I couldn't look away from the ball of fire that slowly consumed us. I woke up stuck to my bed with sweat. My ears were ringing. I have a bad headache. I remember this dream. Not as vividly as I do while reading it, but it has the tendency to come back to me when I hear a scream or a sudden unexpected pop or clap. I'm not going to interpret what the dream meant. It was pretty clear at the time, even through the haze of the hot summer. This summer has been hot as well. We've had a good few days of rain, but not enough to deal with the drought or the heat. Going outside has been rough for me, which is a shame because there isn't much else to do. I'd usually just crank the AC and read or play games, but I can't really do that in my current predicament. The other option would be to go out and see people, which is typically done outside in the current global predicament. I did get to be a little social this weekend, which was phenomenal. You don't realize how social the creature you are until you're forced to be everything but social. I got a text invite to a social distance-friendly barbecue. I only knew one person, my friend who shot me the invite, but I was desperate for any kind of human interaction. I had some errands to run, so I didn't have time to prepare anything, but I was able to procure some sliced fruit. I biked across town and shared food, stories, and drinks, and good company. We spent the day outside in the shade of the backyard. There was a cool breeze, and compared to my living room, it was downright pleasant. I stayed late, but did my best not to overstay my welcome. I said I'd leave when I was done drinking, but somehow more beers kept appearing in my hand. A good sign. All in all, I had a great time. I haven't ridden my bike home while pleasantly buzzed in a long time. By the time I made it home, I was practically giddy from the complete combination of all the things I felt I had been missing. So, thanks for the invite. I got a question from a friend that I think will be fun to answer, even if it is about my process. I've been avoiding the meta for a few eps now, so I'll try to keep it brief. It is a question from a listener, so I'll do my best to give it a good answer, though. Allie asks, How do you decide what lyrics to use for each episode? When I sit down to write, I usually have an idea about what my introduction will be, 
So I run through my head full of songs and try to find a lyric or verse about something either in the intro or about a topic I want to cover. I usually listen to a song or two and Google the lyrics just to make sure I get everything right. Sometimes it's just a snippet of a lyric, sometimes it's the title of the song. For example, Regina Spector's Samson referred to the stars I had seen while camping. Malblum's Baltimore directly led into my out loud processing of how I was going to format this podcast. Headphones was pretty obvious. My 4th of July rant was foreshadowed by the lyrics about American feelings. Thanks, Elvi. My insomnia started when my AC broke two weeks ago, which is why we got a line about trying to sleep. Last week, the teddy bears told us to rock, rock on. I was in a somber mood and used the good time stories I told to help me do just that. This week, I got the double whammy, a nightmare about exploding lights. The song was perfect. I originally intended to just use the chorus, but the line fit too perfectly. Looking back, more than half of the lyrics have been about sleep now. I guess I've been hitting the topic a little hard lately. I'll keep that in mind for the future. I plan on sleeping great this next week. This is the last I'm going to talk about it, but I'm still an untitled podcast. I'm going to be taking suggestions from friends online, but either way, the next episode I upload will have a title. Both episode title and podcast title, I hope. Either way, thanks for listening. I'm sorry this has been a bit of a rough one. I'm recording with a fan still on in the room, and that's just because it's still 90 degrees in here. I know the fan is a little bit of audio poison, but if you've stuck it out this long, you've got enough of a tolerance. So what I'm saying is, thanks for tolerating me.